This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, weather-wise, well... You know, it's just been one of those springs where uh, it was late to get started, and because of all the snow, there's been a lot of groundwater and the runoff and the melt and the additional water that's being dumped on us almost on a daily basis. You know, I mean, I'm not even in a position to complain about the late start to my golf season because it's such a first-world problem relative to what other people have had to endure, not least of whom are the folks in the Ottawa Valley, as I understand it. More rain there. The river is still cresting, and uh, they could be really in the soup for a while to come. However, closer to home in the Muskoka, as we know, there's uh, been perilous times as well over the last couple of weeks. And as to where they stand in the province, you know, the provincial leaders have been up there. John Yakubowski, who's uh, the minister uh, in charge, as well as uh, Doug Ford, the premier, they've been to visit these sites. And they say they're going to help in terms of flood mitigation going forward because it just can't be happening on an annual basis. Let's get the skinny as to what is happening on the ground or in the waterways surrounding the ground. The mayor of Muskoka, Phil Harding, has joined the Oakley Show to give us an update. Mayor Harding, good to have you here. Hi there. Uh, Hi, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah. uh, So you're there right uh, where all the lakes sort of intersect. So uh, what is the situation on the ground? Are you still fighting this thing or have the waters abated and uh, maybe you're in recovery mode now? Tell us. Uh, we're not in recovery mode yet. We uh, have a daily update, but we still have quite a ways to go, and we still have a number of roads closed. So we're not into recovery mode yet. Uh, we're hoping by midweek, though, that we might be able to uh, remove the uh, state of emergency. But are you past the worst of it as far as you can uh, tell? I'm pretty sure we are past the uh, worst of it. Uh, our waters are no longer rising. Um, those waters that had crested certain dams uh, in Bala, uh, the Millstream Dam in particular, is no longer cresting. So uh, we're on the right track anyway. But I'm hoping that uh, we don't get that much rain to uh, cause waters to rise again. Any way to assess what might be the impact or the damage at this point? Uh, lots of zeros on the end of whatever number it's going to be. Um, uh, you know, roughly, if you uh, had the opportunity to fly over top of Lake Muskoka, uh, earlier last week, and uh, I don't believe there's a dock or a boathouse that uh, hasn't been uh, subject to uh, being underwater. They're uh, the same, uh, probably half the structures on Lake Roswell and Lake Joe. Um, probably more concerning are some of the permanent homes in Bala, however, some in Port Carling, uh, that are underwater. One in particular, uh, we had to put a uh, order uh, to evacuate the building because the front of the building was actually floating. So uh, anyone that was evacuated, are uh, apart from what you've just mentioned, I mean, are people now basically allowed to go back to their places? Can they gain access? Um, we have been able to open up a number of roads, so some people have gone back to their uh, properties. Uh, others are still somewhat underwater or still have some pumps going. Um, so uh, I don't have an actual number on how many people have returned home or not. I think some are still staying in the area with friends and relatives. So how does a recovery start to take place? Is it in phases, and uh, how does that work? Well, I think the first thing we have to do is make sure that we get all of our roads back open. So our uh, public works department is working uh, vigorously on first raising road beds so that we don't run into this problem should we get high waters again in the future. 
Um, we are working with the property owners uh, that have been uh, sandbagged, if you will, to protect their properties. We have uh, three different depots where they can drop off and return sandbags to us because there's some potential of contamination being in the water for so long. Um, the other thing is we're very fortunate that um, the Ministry uh, of Housing uh, has also declared uh, disaster relief assistance for us. So those people who uh, have permanent residence up here and their insurance doesn't cover, uh, they will now qualify for some disaster funding. Any idea how much at max? Well, we did a quick estimate of our own municipal infrastructure um, as to the damage of some road bases, some of our docks and wharfs. Um, and we are probably uh, conservatively anywhere between 800 and a million dollars uh, just on our own infrastructure to repair what's been damaged at this point. The number of homes would uh, that are, are damaged significantly could probably triple that uh, without any problem, uh, and that's a conservative estimate. Again, the mayor of Muskoka, Phil Harding, on the line. We're just talking about uh, the ravages of the flooding over the last couple of weeks and now uh, how perhaps the worst of it having passed, uh, the communities address this. And the disaster relief that you cited, uh, is it you're working in compliance with the province, if I understand correctly? Is it adequate support? How, yeah. do, you, how do you assess it? Well, we are working in compliance with the province. Um, there's two forts of disaster relief uh, funding. One is for, again, principal residents and what their primary residents here. Uh, they can qualify if insurance doesn't cover it. We, they also will cover our municipal infrastructure beyond a certain uh, funding level. Um, so when we hit a certain amount, uh, it triggers some uh, funding in a portion. I think it's 40% of the cost towards us. Uh, and then I think 70 and then 90, depending on the numbers. Um, but what isn't covered by the province or the federal government is that of secondary homes. Um, and, and that amount of damage in this particular case uh, is in the hundreds upon hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, there are many, many, many boathouses uh, that have collapsed or have significant structural damage. Lake Muskoka in particular was the worst hit. Um, Lake Muskoka has roughly 2,000 properties on them um, or on Lake Muskoka. And uh, I'm going to say 60% of those properties were at least two and a half to three feet underwater. Many I walk. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Up to you walk along the dock, and the door handle into the boathouse is at water level. Oh, my goodness. And even just walking along the dock, I'm guessing submerged. And, uh, you know, is this a case of there's a lot of detritus in the waters as well? So that's another issue that we've been facing, and, and we've been speaking with the province. Uh, I had an opportunity to have a face-to-face with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau when he was visiting Muskoka. And we're actually asking the federal government, um, under Transport Canada, who are responsible for the waterways across Canada, we're asking for some federal funding to help clean the waterways. Um, I had some gentlemen and some friends come over uh, on Saturday evening who putted around the corner by boat on Lake Rosso, and they came across a 25-foot by 40-foot dock uh, floating around the lake in the middle of the lake. So trying to remove some of that from the lake is going to cost significant amounts of money. 
Yeah, not to mention the deadheads that might be out there as well and the logs and so on and so forth. Uh, I saw this when I was out in the Okanagan a couple of years ago, and they had that, uh, I guess, century uh, flood that uh, submerged the docks and everything. I mean, it's just a, a real issue to clean up the lakes adequately. I mean, people anticipating a summer of boating, that's going to be delayed this year, isn't it? Uh, it certainly is. We've been in contact with many of the re- marinas around uh, the Muskoka Lakes, and we've asked them and to, to some of the cottagers uh, to not put their boats in the water. Um, there still is a marine restriction on Lake Muskoka where the only boating that's allowed uh, is emergency boating or if you are water access only to your property. And I believe there's a six kilometer, it might be nine kilometer, but I'll say a six kilometer speed limit. So no wake anywhere on Lake Muskoka, the north and south branch of the Muskoka River, as well as the Moon River, all have a restriction on them. We're asking for social conscience on Lake Grosso and Lake Joe to, again, if you're traveling out on the waterways, because the water is still above many docks, to, again, uh, try and go with at idle with no wake, because the wakes are further compounding the damages to the uh, structure and the infrastructure around Muskoka. I'm guessing a lot of people on septic up there. I mean, any danger of pollutant uh, runoff? really depends. The low-lying areas, uh, obviously, we've been trying to monitor that. Um, so far, we haven't noticed anything. But as soon as you add uh, extra amounts of rain or water or floodwaters to anything near some septic, the environmental impact is uh, significant. Um, Lake Muskoka in particular, actually, all waterways, all septic systems, or sorry, all well water is under a drinking advisory um, that do not drink the water. Um, their municipal water is safe, but we're telling people to use bottled water versus your own filtration system on your properties because of the spring turnover uh, and because of the extremely high water levels. Mayor, how about shore erosion? Has that become an issue? So it has, uh, in some areas, absolutely become an issue. Uh, the river, uh, for example, coming out of Bracebridge into Lake Muskoka, takes a sharp bend at one area. Uh, there's been a number of social media pictures of uh, home that is uh, tilted to a 45, if you will, where the ground eroded underneath it. But the river actually cut a new channel as opposed to following the typical meandering. It actually, because it was so high, has cut a new channel almost straight through. And um, we had the same thing in many areas in Bala. Again, our Millstream Dam, uh, we had to have our works department actually cut a diversion channel to protect a number of homes because of uh, erosion uh, from any kind of the over dams or water that shouldn't be in certain areas. So how does this play out? I mean, uh, you know, economically speaking, you've got assistance coming, I guess, from the province. We aren't uh, really aware of a number yet, or even the feds might uh, chip in. But does it change the tax base assessments or uh, raising of taxes or anything like that long term? Well, I'm really hoping, again, that the province steps up to and there's twofold. One of them is some short-term financial aid not only, again, for our permanent residents, but also potentially something, uh, some help, even in cleaning up for uh, dump and tipping fees, if you will, for the cleanup of uh, this disaster, and um, which then doesn't ultimately go on a tax base. My big issue and my concern, if we continue to see flooding of this magnitude that virtually affected every waterfront cottage on Lake Rosso, Joe, and Muskoka, which is sort of the, the cornerstone of um, Muskoka, one of uh, National Geographic's top 10 destinations, that we will start to see an impact because people don't want to be here. Why build a boathouse when it chances of it flooding every year are greatly increased? When I can't get insurance on those boathouses anymore, uh, the risk and reward don't tend to balance out. So we may see some people migrate and leaving Muskoka to some other areas.
Well, and the province, you know, suggesting that, you know, they're going to help out with a flood mitigation plan. I don't know what that all involves, but uh, is it a longer range project then so this doesn't happen on a, an annual basis? I've been quite vocal uh, myself over the past uh, few weeks uh, and actually a number of years about a waterfront plan called the Muskoka River Water Management Plan uh, through Muskoka going through Lake Muskoka, out the Moon River, out to Georgian Bay, is the bottom of over 200 kilometres of watershed that starts in Algonquin Park. The problem is, in 2006, the province updated a new waterfront uh, plan, and the Muskoka River Water Management Plan, in actual fact, raised the water levels in certain areas and then keeps them high, um, somewhat to a lower degree in the end of March, but probably not enough and certainly not enough this year to accommodate for a more than double than average snowpack. So the province has agreed to review that. I'm actually just in possession today uh, where the province has put out a new take action plan, better reduce the impacts of flooding. And my only concern they have is if they want to talk to municipalities, which is great, and we got ourselves a seat at the table, but they want to work together to protect their property and keep them safe. I haven't seen legislation, I haven't seen wording saying we need to adjust the plan. Um, the plan is broken. When the Premier was up here, it'll be two weeks ago on Friday, he and I had uh, 45 minutes to discuss uh, water across Muskoka, and he agreed that the plan and that the province can do a better job in water management. So that's really what I'm pushing for, and having the municipalities with a seat at the table. Again, hopefully we can um, adjust that plan, because in the past, the only people who have been at the table are the hydro companies. Interesting. Only wish you the best. I mean, uh, so many people impacted there, and uh, it's been hellacious the last couple of weeks for sure. Uh, and, you know, what cleanup is going to be the first order of business rather than, uh, you know, frolicking up there on the waterways. Uh, I appreciate your setting the table here and at least uh, giving us a perspective, Mayor. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. And again, to your listeners, for anyone coming up to Muskoka, uh, either Muskoka Lakes or Bracebridge or Huntsville or Gravenhurst or Lake of Bays, be patient uh, with the roads crews uh, who've been fighting floods and getting those roads organized and also the marinas as they attempt to get some boats in the water, but they may not have everything in the water. And then be respectful of your wake as to what it may be doing to other people's properties. Words to the wise. Uh, the mayor of Muskoka, Phil Harding. Thanks so much, sir, and uh, good luck going forward. Thanks, John. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Wow, that's a tough one, obviously. Uh, it's not something you anticipate for the Victoria Day weekend, you know, Operation Cleanup. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.